a very special episode here on Ladies of Leisure. We have a very, very special guest, Ms. Shawnee Farmer, a dear, dear friend of mine and Lisa's, and today we're going to talk about some really fun stuff. Um, as always, I'm Sljana. I am Shawnee L. And Ms. Shawnee has some exciting things to share with us. So let's give everyone a quick background of who we are, <laughs> and then how we became friends, and then deep dive into like some of the exciting things that you're involved with. All right, let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> so how about we talk about how we met first, so that our audience is aware of like our so little bond. I remember is that I was going through some stuff at work, yeah. you flew in from St. Louis, and when I first met you, the first thing you did was give me a huge hug and say, girl, it is going to be just fine. I sure and did. That was it. <laughs> and I was, was there. <laughs> like, I love her forever. Yes, vanilla and who am I? <laughs> the chocolate to my, my, my vanilla. It's something I don't know, like that. Something. My martini. My chocolate <laughs> martini and my vanilla. All that good stuff. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And then we loved each other so much. We're like, you know what? Let's just live together. Let's go up. Just me and you. It was perfect. It was great. We had a lot of um interesting weight loss journeys. Yes, we, did. we enjoyed it. <laughs> One of the pillars of Ladies of Leisure is burning butter off your butt. Yes, you know the best guy. The best moment was we did a uh, a sexy lingerie shoot. Oh my god. Home. To show off, you can be nice and thick and curvaceous and still absolutely love yourself. So we put on lingerie and we took pictures of one another in our beautiful, sexy lingerie. Yeah, it was great. But like, you know, we were like, oh, we should probably lose some pounds still. <laughs> and not show anybody. And any not show anyone any of these photos. No, that's okay. It was for us. <laughs> it was for us and an inspiration to our personal fitness journey. Yes. Yes. Um, I also just remember, like, we had so many last dinners. <laughs> Every Sunday was a last dinner. Every Sunday. We would be like, okay, we're starting a new diet. But what are we eating tonight? <laughs> right. And I just won't forget, I think we decided to try paleo. And we went to this, like, fried chicken Peruvian joint. <laughs> and it was so fat. I mean, it was so fat. Like, we got Peruvian chicken, fries, yes. we dipped it in ranch. Everything I mean, was ranch. <laughs> Who doesn't dip all of their food in ranch? Yeah, yeah. So that was just... <laughs> but this happens every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every, every The diet starts Monday. It starts Monday. I think we even had, like, a thing in the um, kitchen. It was, like, a little sign. It yeah. says, diet starts Monday. It was Monday. a little picky lady. No, she was a hippo. And she held a sign, and she said, the diet starts Monday. Yeah, perfect. Yes. It was great. Anyways, we're still fighting the good fight. Yes, so, Monday it starts over. That's okay. Yeah. Um. So one of my favorite memories, too, of, like, our French, the start of our friendship was just how sweet you were. And I feel like that always carries over into everything that you do. And I think now that you're, you, I, well, first of all, 
one of the things also about you is like you've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Always. And so I learned so much about you, just even like we worked night shift together, and that's when you were in the thick of like beauty face power. Yes. BFP. So BFP. So why don't you tell our audience like what the intent of BFP is, how you were inspired by it, that kind of stuff. So BFP came up because I was a single woman who was in the midst of always looking for a man. That's just the truth. Mm-hmm. And I, t- I had to take a minute and say, you know what? My life cannot be focused on men all the time. I have to figure out the best of who I am. And I know I'm not the only one that's out here trying to figure out that journey. True. So beauty, faith, power represented everything that was important to me. Understanding what your beauty is for yourself, whether that's putting some makeup on, whether that's losing weight, whatever your thing is, getting dressed up in the morning to feel fierce and beautiful. Um, the faith is whatever you believe in, what elevates you in your life, the universe, God, Buddhist, whatever you're into. Empower was kind of your uh, career. Like, who do you want to be? Um, so Beauty, Faith, Power was born, and I literally did the entire business plan on night shift. <laughs> I know. From 9 p.m., to 9 a.m. the next morning. I remember. You were like, <laughs> on the, our slow nights, you were just like, I am crushing, crushing. this. Yeah. Do you have aspirations that you want to take Beauty Faith Power further? Because I know you took a little break. Right. I think it's always wrapped in me, even if it's a different name. Okay. Because it was the lifestyle of living bold while cultivating your truth. I will never forget that. Yeah. It was, you know, you have to get out there and experience new cultures if you want to go take piano lessons, if you want to learn new positions in yoga, whatever it is, don't allow fear to stop you from trying new things. Amen. And I think any new project I take on embodies that. So it may not be called Beauty Faith Power, but the mission is always the same. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I just feel like you've always had kind of like a side hustle, right? Always. So like BFP was one. Yes. And then why don't you tell us like what you're doing now <laughs> obviously there's been a lot yes. so yes so I guess the two main things um the first one that is near and dear to my heart and will always be a part of my platform is pure romance mm-hmm. um so we empower educate and entertain women and um I always say empower women to love themselves and educate themselves on how to do it so of course with pure romance we focus on bath body lingerie massage and bedroom accessories so everything that a woman needs to take care of herself and men Um, because they have men they do they They have men products so again i'm always ready to serve the community of women to make them feel better about themselves and that came into place after i got married and i'm like we need to make more money i mean it's great working for the government and all yeah they treat us well but uh yeah i need to be making some more money than this to get myself out of debt Right. You know about these student loans that we hate. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. take my degree back, please. Uh, so that's where uh, Pure Romance started. And it's been an amazing journey. I um, What I can say about direct sales is if you have an entrepreneurship spirit, I think it's a good way to start because it gives you an idea of what it looks like, but still protects you because you don't have to put so much money out there up front. Yeah. And I also think what's nice about it is it's almost like it's almost like a business in a nice package, right? You have the resources that'll train you to be the best like boss and things of that. There's a lot of leadership opportunity. You learn 
how to do sales. Yes. You learn how to connect public speaking, public speaking connect yeah. with people. But you're not stressing about, like you said, like, oh, do I have enough marketing going out there? Right. Um, because there's a lot of tools that are already provided to you through that. Correct. So that's, I mean, I think that that's a great way to get your toes kind of in the water in the of water. entrepreneurship without breaking the bank and losing your mind. Yeah. And I think there's also something that's like empowering about it also to say like, oh, today I get to call myself the president of my own company, right. you know, right. and it's like, it's just here. Like I, I structured it. I worked yeah. and developed my team and yeah, we out here now. It's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it pushes you and it, I think it's another opportunity for you to figure out your purpose because it opens so many doors. Right. You meet so many people. You lead so many people if you choose to lead other people. Um, and then with Pure Romance in particular, there were so many amazing women that I met and everyone has a story. Yeah. And it's so beautiful to hear these different stories from um, all these women. So it inspires you to keep pushing. Is there a story that kind of moved you the most, like that it impacted you either emotionally or it made you really think, you know, how working in this industry is is a helping right. mechanism for folks? Um, I think a couple because everyone doesn't tell their business. It's, an, it's okay. It's nice to be that person they can come to that they trust and it's a security for them. So I think I'm thinking of two stories. Um, a one woman who um, is married and she came to me and when she came into the room, she asked if we had products because her husband was diagnosed with cancer. And I guess the string of cancer that he had, it made it difficult with intimacy because he had a hard time, yeah. you know, getting up. So she's like, what can I do? And it felt amazing to be able to have products that I knew that could help her, yeah. even if the products were a strap on. Like people right. don't think about that, but you still want to find a way to be close to your partner. Of and if course. I have the tools to help you do that, then it's amazing. He feels good because he can still please you and you feel good because you still feel that connection. Right. Um, that's amazing. But then the stories of like women trying to get past and this kind of gets dark, but molestation when they were younger yeah. and still trying to figure out their sexuality because they're trying to figure out who they are based upon what happened to them. Right. Um, so you literally become like a therapist, a salesperson, a everything. best friend. You become everything all in one. Yeah. So it stretches you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's still incredible. Yeah. And so how long has it now been since you've been part of the Pure, Ram- Pure Romance family? Uh, it's been two years. It's been wow. two years. And I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So I'm excited. I also just, I feel like that's flown by so fast. Because I remember you invited me yeah. and uh, Patrice. Yes. <laughs> pop the, 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 the box party. And you yes. had a couple of products that, you know, they teach you, like, you start your first that's what I need to yes. have, like, a more intimate the hand dive. Yeah. You yeah. Where the hand dive is? I do. I do. <laughs> Requires a Mr. DJ. I'll let yeah. you guys know what that means. Yeah. Requires lube. Yes. Everything <laughs> requires lube. It totally does. <laughs> I listened to this other podcast, and um, the girl's mission is to have lube on every nightstand in America. Yes. I love it. Which is so true. And I think women just don't think that they need it because they're like, oh, I don't really have that problem. But I think a PSA to all the ladies and fellas, for that matter, get you some lube. It's important. Can I have my educational moment? Yes, please do. I'm going to tell you why lube is important. It's important because even if you're a woman that feels very lubricated on your own, men have a tendency to suck things out of us. 
in many different ways. <laughs> but they dry us out. Like during intercourse, they're literally taking the lubrication from us. And what it can do is cause um, sores on you. Like if you use the bathroom and sometimes it burns, it may have been during intercourse because you're drying up. Uh, you're opening up your opportunity for bacteria to get in. Oh. So even if you are someone who feels that you're always personally lubricated, having a water-based lubricant will help you stay that way and keep your vagina healthy and supple. It's just like lotion. Like, we have to keep it supple. We want to use it until we're, like, 90 years old. Of course. Just use it regardless. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Practice safe lubrication. Safe lubrication. (laughs) I love it. I love Um, it. So that's so exciting. And then... When you you also went through some conferences and stuff, so why don't mm-hmm. you tell us like how how do those conferences function? Do you find them to be really inspiring? So I think whatever your career path is, your side hustle, that you should always find ways to connect with people with conferences because it introduces you to so many people and exposes you to things that you can't be exposed to just by the computer. Yeah, like you have to be able to still people connect. I feel like our generation or the millennials or where we are in life now, people get so close into our phones and to our computers that we forget how to communicate and connect with people. Yeah. So it forces you to do that um, and to just build your network and to just learn about who you are and who other people are and have people in the organization that can help you grow. So we call each other our sister consultants. I know I can always lean on my sister in the business to help me with things that I know I need help with. So that's what the conferences do. And last time I went to Vegas. Yeah. And it was Vegas. So yeah. it's fun. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a good time. I think it's I think you're really hit the nail on the head too. It's like having when you're part of in, interested in something, whether mm-hmm. professionally or personally, going to the kind of in-person event mm-hmm. puts you into that community. You it get does. to know people and you are bonding in a in a totally different way. Absolutely. There's there's no better in my opinion but I'm a people oriented individual I don't think there's a better way to bond when you can tell people's body language when you can see how they're connecting whether they're smiling whether they're you know kind of shrugging their way like you can better gauge a person that way than if you're on the phone or if you're texting because there's it leaves a lot more room for misinterpretation so I think that that's wonderful yeah. and it builds your skills it makes it stretches you it yeah. takes you out of your own personal comfort zone and make you a better leader because it's putting you in a position that doesn't make you feel comfortable but if you're not uncomfortable then you're not growing yeah so. it's true um okay so pure romance is one hustle <laughs> but oh i know you got so bad you're gonna be a queen no, of like public speaking someday it's gonna be amazing okay so you have that and then you also have a book. I do. <laughs> oh my gosh. While we were talking, I'm like, wait, what book do I have? <laughs> yes. yes. So can you tell yes. us a little bit more on like how you got involved in this book? What um, chapter, you know, what your particular part yes. of the book was and then why you were inspired by, yes. you know, what so you wrote. It's called Dear Fear. Um, and it is a full movement. Um, the person, the move, the individual who started the movement, her name is Tiana Patrice. I was introduced to it by a dear friend of mine, actually little. She said, oh my God, I know you're into talking about relationships and you just got married. And I know this woman who's starting this book project. 
And it was actually called Speak to My Heart. It wasn't Dear Fear yet. It oh, was Speak to My Heart. I didn't know that. Yeah. And it was lessons from married and engaged people to singles. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so up my alley. I'm so going to be a part of this project. So we yeah. started the project. I signed up for it. And she said it was placed on her heart to actually call it Dear Fear. And it's Dear Fear, 18 lessons on living on the other side of your fears. So mine still, I was still able to focus on relationships. Uh, mine is Dear Fear, You Can't Have My Truth. There's 18 contributing authors to it. So I'm a co-author to an anthology. It's about my journey of singleness and the what I went through as a single woman, just some of the depressions and some of the like personal challenges. Yeah, a lot of personal challenges. That's not the word I'm looking for. What am I looking for? Strongholds that I had. Just it was unhealthy. I was a unhealthy single person. Okay. And it talks about how I made a decision to dedicate myself to dating with purpose or taking on that mindset. And when I say that, I mean taking on making a decision to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. I set boundaries. I asked certain questions. In order for me to know who I wanted in my space and who I didn't want in my space. Yeah. So I changed the trajectory in the way that I handle my dating life. Yeah. And it actually helped me because I met my husband. I followed a lot of those same principles into our dating, which he was very intrigued by. And it worked out in my favor. So yeah, hey. <laughs> I was excited about that. So I talked about that in the book and how it, and whatever you're into and whatever your thing is, you should still Always know your value system, always know your boundaries, and always know what you want from your relationship. So, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Did you, was it hard to emotionally put on paper the things that you went through in your single life? Like having to go back, like Mm -hmm. you got married, Mm -hmm. but then having to go back and reflect and think about those times of like, I remember with like tears everywhere right and like all right, that was right. it hard to kind of face that and I mean I guess you're facing that fear mm-hmm. um but was it hard to go back and like really put it on paper um for me it wasn't for some people it was depending on what your chapter was mine was like a journal I needed okay. that release I'm a very vulnerable open book so for me it was very therapeutic good and I appreciated that and I honestly that's why I plan on doing a solo project I don't feel like I had enough room to write everything that I wanted to write. Well, now that you just teased <laughs> us with said solo project, yes. why don't you tell us the next next segue into yeah. what the, your plan is for the solo project and right. what you're going to do. So I'm inspired. Dear Fear has inspired me and given me the confidence that I need. That's one thing. If you're fearful of something, jump over those fears because it opens so many doors. You realize the power that you actually do have. Yeah. So being a part of that project and being educated in that project and knowing how to bring a book together and knowing that I have the support team to do so has encouraged me to definitely do my own projects. Um, and I want to do it for my 35th birthday and do a book launch party. And this one is going to probably, I guess I can tell you guys what it's going to be called or what I think it's going to be called, is for my single ladies who desire to be married and kind of just need some direction. Yeah. And I'm here like, listen, this dating game is not always fun. Especially in D.C. Especially in D.C. Mm-hmm. The numbers, you know, the men outweigh the women all day. They have so many options and there are so many bomb women out here that they don't know how to choose. I'm just giving them practical advice on how to go about that. So it's going to be called The Power of the P. It's intriguing, isn't it? What do you guys think that means? Yeah. Which P are we talking? Which P? We're talking about all of them. But for the book, it's focusing on prayer, purpose, and pursuit. It's you really, the prayer part is more of you getting to know who you are as a person 
and focusing on you first because you need to pursue you before anybody else pursues you. Absolutely. Right? You got to yeah. know who you are. You got to forgive people from your past. Let that go because they're, you can carry your heaviness into your relationships. Yeah. I have. And that's just the truth, even into my marriage. Yeah. So that's why I can speak so openly about it and have so much conviction about it because I'm like, no, I've carried my past into my relationship. Yeah. And thank um, thank, thank goodness for a, a husband who loves me despite Absolutely. all my craziness. No, so. <laughs> we've all been there. <laughs> I right. think it's really important to also think about that. Like, the you have to, you have to really deal with, like, your, I don't know, for lack of a better word, like your traumas, despite yes. the fact that you might think they're small. Yes. If someone wronged you in some way, you might move on with your life. But when something similar happens, it immediately like kicks you back to the moment that Absolutely. something like that happens. Absolutely. So being in a place where you're like, no, I have the tools to like process that appropriately and let it go and be my best self yes. is huge. Yes. It is. It is. I totally agree with you. That's kind of the prayer. The purpose part is more of, again, you getting, that was kind of the beauty faith power that came out of me. Like, get out there and figure out your purpose. Like, try something new. Like, I don't care what it is. Take a cooking class that's going to build you as a person. Take a technology class, women in technology. Go join some organizations that are beneficial to you. So figure out who you are because it makes you a stronger person. It's intriguing in conversations when you're dating and meeting people. Like, I'm involved in this. You have so much more to bring to the table. Absolutely. And then the pursuit part is the boundaries. It's what type of, if this is men or women that's on here, whoever you're dating, who do I want to date? How do I want to date them? What do I want them to have? And what boundaries do I need to set for myself to protect my heart? Yeah. More than anything. And what does that look like to me? You yeah. set your own rules, but make sure you stick by your own rules. Right. So that's kind of what that's about. No, that's amazing. Yes. I can't yes. wait for the launch. It's going to be <laughs> yes, amazing. it is. Okay. So we've talked about your amazing pursuits, but there's also a really fun one that Lisa and I have like just become really obsessed with. Yes. First and foremost, Lisa's like terrified of group classes. <laughs> she right. and I told her, I was like, hey, Shawnee approached me and she and uh, some friends have started this class called Sudor mm-hmm. and we're going to go to it. And she was like, well, Jana, I am so scared of like group classes, just yeah. not my jam. I like to be in front of my TV doing like turbo jam, yes. but like. Not in a group. I'm like, no, we're going. So can you tell me how Sudor got started? Yeah. And then, like, what you love about it and and kind of just, like, the background. Yeah, it is so awesome. I love it. And we're obsessed. And we now we show up every Tuesday. Yes, it's so So. fun. Something to bring back to work. So a friend of mine just reached out to me out of the blue. Knew I always loved to dance. I love to dance. I've been dancing since I was a child, I had my own uh, dance group actually called 33 Flavors. What? 33 I did not flavors. know this about yes, you. Yes, <laughs> in high school. And we called it 33 Flavors. If you guys haven't figured it out, I am African American. And we all were different complexions. Uh huh. And so we had 33 flavors. We oh had all different God. flavors. You know, chocolate, caramel, all of that. I right? love get that. What you so we did that, and it was crazy because we danced on the stage with a rapper guys like what? I can't even remember his name I can't remember but he was like uh he was like a popular rapper who was it I can't remember his name oh my god so we danced with him we took professional pictures we were in magazines they, we won I, competitions I, no I never talked about it 
You are so sneaky. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it was great. Now everyone's going to, you're going to have to, like, remember. Now everyone's going to be like, who was the rapper? Who was he? I, I honestly cannot remember right okay. now. Okay. I right. can't believe we were even in the club because we were 21. And our parents were with us. They had to be with us. Yeah, okay, okay. So, and then in college, I danced on the basketball team. So dance has always been a part of me. It's a it's a relief for me. So I say all that to say my girlfriend knew that about me. She called me out the blue and was like, hey, I'm starting this dance team at NGA. Do you want to be a part of it? I'm like, uh, yeah, because, you know, I'm a little sexy chunky and I'm just going to get, you know, <laughs> slim sexy. So let's do this together. chubby sexy. But let's just do this. Yeah, I'm down. We got it started. We began to practice and we brought it to NGA. And what was amazing Again, do not ever um, not believe in yourself because you just never know how people are going to receive you, yeah. especially with the type of energy you bring to it. Absolutely. Because our first class, I'm like, Psh, it's probably going to be like four people in here. Who knows? Ladies, we had like, literally it was like 25 women who came to It was. Class. And it keeps growing. It's growing. So that's yeah. amazing. So I love it. And what is it? So uh, Sudor, what is that supposed to stand for? It like how sweat. Sweat. And... Mm-hmm. and I don't remember what language because, okay, so the three combinations is uh, myself, uh, I'm from here, and then her name is Charlene, she is from Belize, and then Annie is from Puerto Rico, not Puerto Rico, she's from uh, Dominican Dominican Republic, Republic. yeah, she's from Dominican Republic, so we do Caribbean, Latin, and hip-hop, I represent hip-hop, Charlene represents Caribbean, and Annie represents Latin. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, and who... Who came up with... Do you guys come up with the dances together? We are or, now. In the beginning okay. with Charlene, she is actually a certified... Like uh, dancer? Certified... Da- yeah, yeah, yeah. Choreographer. Oh, wow. Yeah, she got certified in New York City. That's amazing. Yeah, so <laughs> she's she, always doing the she's most. Always doing, <laughs> she just soars in everything she does. So she, she came up with the dances, but now as we have to continue to change them up, we're doing them together. And it's been an amazing experience. I'll say if you have something that you absolutely love, you usually stay dedicated to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I we literally come like every Tuesday yes, and killing it. it's like my, that's, that's how I get my cardio for the week. Yeah. Like, and I have so much fun. Yeah. I, honestly, I wish you guys had it like three times a week. I know. <laughs> I think I have to pay us <laughs> But you I think, I know, but I'm serious. I think if you guys did offer it, you would still have the yeah. same turnout each time. Yeah. So. That's great. I love the diversity. Yeah. I can appreciate it when women can come together from all backgrounds, all age groups, and can just feel good about themselves and just open up and experience something that maybe they have or have not experienced before. I know. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I love it. So we got some new dances for you guys tomorrow, though. I can't wait. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I, I can't breathe when I do one of them, so we're going to not breathe together. <laughs> How much time do you spend outside of the actual class training? Training? Yeah. Um, Saturdays. and Not as much as you think. So usually on Saturdays now, we'll get, get up to work around 8 o'clock, and we'll be done by 10, and we've come up with two new dances. Okay. In that time frame. And then we'll practice on a Monday. Um, so usually Saturdays, some Sundays and Mondays are our practice days outside of the uh, actual class. Okay. Well, that's still really yeah. good, though. I yeah. mean, that's, And it's fun. Like, we yeah. enjoy it. And it's a great bond with mm-hmm. you guys and mm-hmm. all of that. So mm-hmm. it's good. I'm getting skinny. You are getting skinny. <laughs> Tightening up. Yes, great. It's so good. Tightening up and twerking up. <laughs> twerking up. It's the twerk fest. 
love it. With my Beyonce shirt. I know. Ivy Park is our Beyonce. I'm 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 taking in my inner Beyonce. Like, I know, yes. and you've been like rocking cool outfits. You got yeah. you got like hot pink kicks. Yes. Like it's yes. it's like, you got, you're wearing your little hats, wearing yes. little bats. <laughs> Take it on. You drink your water and you mind your business, which means you're just out there doing. You're being healthy and you're just trying to be mentally healthy and yeah, feeling good about yourself. That's such a huge thing. I feel like mental health has become come such a far way to like the forefront of just life. I think for a long time. Especially like in the 70s and stuff, it was just straight up ignored. But I think now we're seeing the ramifications of like not addressing all these issues before. Absolutely. So, well, because of the type of lifestyle we live, like it's different. We don't live simple lifestyles anymore. We have to be, you know, career oriented. We have to be mothers. We have to be daughters. We have to be wives and partners. There's so much that we have to take on and expected to give. 100% of each, it causes like crazy levels of anxiety. Oh, yeah. And everybody needs therapy for it. I know. (laughs) The therapists are permanently employed. Yes. For sure. That might be a job to move into. I know. Kind of getting ready to wrap up a little bit. What's like the biggest piece of advice or relationship advice that you might, you want to bestow upon someone, perhaps someone that's single and then someone that recently got married? I know. You're like, I could write a book. I'm writing a book on it. But like something that just really sparks. I really just say, know who you are. Like you have to pursue you before someone else and understand the value you bring and the value you want them to bring and have fun. Yeah. Like there's an educational piece to it. And like, you know, this is what I want in the serious piece, but really just enjoy meeting people. Like I say to people now too, Dating is data collecting. You're collecting data on people. And for women, don't always think, like, you have to decide, too, whether or not you want to be with that person. Don't always leave it up to the man, like, I don't know if I want her or not. Like, do you want him? Is he bringing value to you? Because sometimes we're so like, oh, my gosh, does he like me? Does he want me? Yeah. Well, do you really like him? Yeah. Or the idea of him? him? No, that's so big. I think women forget that they also, I think women are just like, I'm just waiting for him to pick me yeah. up where, and they don't prioritize their needs and wants and like yes. step into that space and say, Hey, I expect X, Y, and Z and I want to have fun. And I want, yes. you know what I mean? Want you to be fun and mm-hmm. these different things. And you just kind of like when, if they say yes, you're like, okay, I'm in this now. Mm-hmm. And you just have to learn to, it's, I think it's that self-respect piece. Absolutely. I think the moment you say to yourself, like, I'm just going to be, I, this, I joke with Johnny because I was like, I made a decision before we started dating that I was just going to be unapologetically me Absolutely. to whoever the next person was that I dated. Yes. And I just said, if that meant that there was conflict, that meant there was conflict, but we would find a way to work it out. And if that meant that I was being a huge weirdo, which we both know I can be, or <laughs> being super, super silly or what, or really, really emotional, like. I was just going to put it out there. And when I made that decision for me and Johnny and I started dating, he kind of just like, he accepted all of it. And I was like, wow, I mean, this is incredible. Like, I just didn't think, I don't know. In the past, I always try to be like, the. I always talk about the cool girl syndrome. Yeah. So you just want to be in trouble. Yeah. All all girls were like, oh, I'm so chill. Yeah. I'm so cool. Don't worry. I'm not going to bring up anything. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, you have not stood up for anything. Mm-hmm. And then you're looking to yourself and being like, 
how did I end up in this relationship? Yes. And, like, why is he like this and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, you never stepped out to, Absolutely. like, stand up for yourself and your thoughts and your beliefs to make that person yeah. also step out. Yeah. So. That, that is something my mother would call, you're going to walk away crying with a wet behind. Yeah. <laughs> Down. Preach. Crying with a wet behind. She could run her own church. She I swear really, to God. Like, what? So, um. Sells dolls. No, seriously. She's good. She's good. So, everything you said is very true. For married people or people who are in rela- serious relationships, communication. And I know it's so taboo, but it's just so necessary. No, no, no. Let me back up. It is communication. Everything's a part of communication. But really understanding your partner's love language and understanding in a relationship, it's more about being selfless than selfish. Like, it's not about you. It's about the other person. So understand what their love language is and learn how to love them how they like to be loved and vice versa. And it's okay to have tools and to be educated. We do not know everything whatsoever. Pick up a book. If you need help in the intimacy area, pick up a book. Or call you. Or call me. (laughs) You can call me. I have all the answers. (laughs) Um, If you need help with communication, pick up a book. Like, I just, I'm a big advocate for going to classes on relationships. We go to classes for everything else. You still need classes for your relationship as well. Um, So that's a big one for me. Cool. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to transition okay. into the Ladies of Leisure's pillars. Yeah. So those pillars are, we kind of touched upon one, burning butter off your buns. Okay. So we do sudor, but is yes. there anything else that you as a Lady of Leisure like to do to burn a little butter off your buns? Um, I would say right now, the other thing is going to a boot camp class. My one of my good friends owns her own business. She's the bomb. Her body is amazing. She is. She's a walking billboard. Uh, So I enjoy going to her class on Sundays. Um, I think classes work for me because it helps me stay accountable. Yeah, it's an accountability factor, and I don't have to think. Exactly. I was just gonna follow it. I'm (laughs) like, you just get there. You know, you know that you have like a great workout, and you power through. You're like, this hour is dedicated to me crushing it. And yeah. then you're done. And yeah. you, because I feel like anytime I work out by myself, I get a workout, but I'm always like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't push myself the same so, way. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I better than stay to be productive. Ah, oh, to be productive. Oh, that's a good one, guys. I'm really still working on that. But I would have to say, oh, here's a good one. This is a good one. It's a little off topic, but kind of the same. My husband and I have set up a date night for business only. So I'm the type of person that has to be out of the house because if I'm in my home, I'm comfortable and I don't want to think. It's yeah. just honest. Um, so we'll go to a Starbucks. We'll go to a cute little cafe. We'll set up our computers and we'll talk about what's happening within the next 30 days of our life. And we write them down, whether it's finances and events that we have to go to. You know, me and Sojana are headed to XYZ on Monday. Do you have anything going on? And it helps. It, it's been really, really beneficial. Good. Yeah. So any couples, you know, when you're, we all lead such busy lives. Just get out of the house. Yeah. Go somewhere relaxing, but where you can grab a cup of coffee and just talk business. Yeah. And release some stress. I think for us too, we early in the or in our early stages of our relationship, as far as like a relationship productivity thing, 
we created a shared calendar. Yes, I love it. And that was like the game changer because yes. if anything, like that's like the kind of the Bible of like, yes. can we do something? Because, you know, when you start dating someone or you're married to someone, you still have independent lives Absolutely. and different projects that you're working on. And you have to make sure that you're both accountable for the time that you need together and apart and yes. all of that stuff and keep staying organized with that definitely Google helps. Calendar that's the one you all use that's what Google we do Google Calendar yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can see it that's good yeah totally and then so the last piece is how do you make yourself laugh what may, what, what is something <laughs> that you that just puts a big smile on your face or just like keeps you kind of laughing it's a lot of things but I think I don't know why this popped in my head but like Dancing at home, like listening to my music, I can make myself laugh with that. I enjoy that. Um, I would say having some drinks and going out makes me just loose and giggle, (laughs) just have fun and kind of just be in a free spirit. So I would say those type of things, just whether that's with my husband or with my girlfriends, a great glass of wine will make me giggle. I know. (laughs) Yeah, it's that wine giggle. Right the wine giggle. I absolutely love it. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's yes. super cute. This has been awesome. I know. So we always end our episodes with a little final goodbye. So if you want to join me in LOL, thanks for joining us. And if you want to tag up with Shawnee L, find her on. You can find me on Instagram at Farmer Wife Edition and on Facebook. My Facebook users at Shawnee.l Farmer. Perfect. Thanks for coming. Thanks.